Hello and welcome to The Big Fight, a show that is young at 23, the oldest running debate show on Indian news television. I'm Sanket Abad. You've heard the old saying, practice what you preach. Let us now take a look at these two pictures on your screen right now. So on one hand, you have the preaching, which is a fantastic message of the RSS chief himself leading from the front, visiting a madrasa, visiting a mosque, spreading the message of unity, harmony, speaking to madrasa kids, telling them you should also study the Gita. Who can possibly find a problem in this? It's very nice. It was a positive message. One thought that this is going to bring about a change. But then the practice by members of the political arm of the Sangh Parivar is something else. A member of parliament is asking for a total boycott of a community. Others openly declaring festivals a no-go for non-Hindus. A sitting home minister of a state upset with a harmless ad on Greh Pravesh. After Nupur Sharma and the global outrage, one thought that a lesson or two would have been learnt. But have we gone back to hate? Are we witnessing a fresh surge in hate in this festive season month? From Garba to Navratri to pre-Diwali shopping messages by MPs, no less, that don't buy stuff from them, total boycott. We would like to call today's edition of The Big Fight the following. Warning, a severe hate wave ahead. So we are going to begin that discussion on The Big Fight, the big warning, severe hate wave ahead. Let's now quickly introduce all our guests this evening. Professor Govardhan Das, BJP leader, is with us. PKD Nambiar, BJP supporter. Uh, Rohan Gupta is a spokesperson of the Congress Party. Uh, Zainab Sikandar, columnist and writer. Uh, and DGP Vikram Singh, former DGP of Uttar Pradesh. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we are going to begin with Deshatan Nigam also. Sorry, a political analyst uh, now joins us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Deshata Thank you Nigam. for remembering me. No. <laughs> No, no, one more. People are joining in slowly and uh, I see you. Uh, my apologies. Let me not over-explain myself. Uh, so let's begin this program by, by uh, starting what we call the first punch. So I'm going to begin with you, Mr. Desh Nigam. What do you feel? Is this a severe hate wave all over again in this country? No, certainly not. I think such isolated incidents keep on happening and it is happening across the board. Now, whether, uh, you know, it was on 9th of October, there were eight rallies of Sir Tansa Juda on Miladul Nabi, Eid Miladul Nabi. But I don't think your channel or any channel covered it. It was all Sir Tansa Juda open call for beheading. Nobody covered it. So it is across all, and I can name you the places also, eight places across India where it took place. They are the only recorded ones, but there were numerous, many open beheading calls in those rallies. Then there is an issue of hate speech contained in the holy scriptures. That's also because the source of the hate speech in certain sections of our society. And I condemn hate speeches across the board. But problem comes, the fight against hate speech gets diluted because when it happens in UP or by one or two people from the BJP, then it is very highlighted. But if it, it's done by OSC, I think a lot of people remain quiet. So that selective approach towards hate speech 
you know dilutes the fight against this uh, kind sure. of a rumor mongering kind of a thing come back to the spokesperson of the congress party rohan gupta your views rohan gupta your time begins now mr gupta okay i don't okay let me quickly go can you hear me sankit yeah can you hear me now yeah i can hear you now okay yeah. fine your your opening comments mr rohan gupta so sankit the way uh, bjp is using hate speech you know every day you will see contradicting statements from bjp sometimes you will hear that sang is going and meeting the muslim leaders and going to madrasas because obviously bharat jodo yatra is going and there is pressure on bjp and sang to you know change their uh, overall image in minds of people but but they cannot change the basic roots the basic basic dna of bjp we have seen bjp mp speaking against muslims so for them hate speech is tool to generate votes in names of hindus and muslims and if bjp doesn't do that obviously on the name of work on the name of development they cannot go to people and ask for votes so it is their compulsion but the way they are using this compulsion for garnering vote it is okay uh, i'm going to come back to you uh, we lost mr rohan gupta's connection one more time Can zainab sikand zainab sikand your opening comments please go on monday the supreme court very clearly said that hate speech is sullying the atmosphere in india a month ago on september 21st the supreme court had again questioned the union government and said that why are they mute spectators to hate speech the biggest problem in, in, in india is there is no definition of hate speech and there aren't enough laws that define hate speech which is why most of the mps or anybody who's perpetuating hate and hate mongering can get away with it the privilege of immune of impunity lies with a few people for example there are no fir's till date against people who recently you know uh, had hate speech and they can go ahead and make it a matter of convenience that we didn't take a community's name but implications <clears throat> are enough in an atmosphere that is already very tense in india which the supreme court itself has noted we are allowing people to go scot free even though they are making genocidal calls be it in a dharm sansad be it in a political speech be it in a speech over a religion which is a religious meeting but then it is made political by making hate comments and spiteful comments hmm. so let's not be naive let's not act like ostriches with our heads under sure. the sand and and you know not look at the obvious there is rising islamophobia in india and okay. we cannot deny it sure okay uh, professor govardhan das your opening yeah good evening actually once orish varish uh, pathan the spokesperson of aimim said 20 crore 80 crore ke upar bhari padega indeed is happening in hyderabad durga idol has been vandalized in lucknow hanuman ye idol is vandalized and sunit ye idol is vandalized in bijnor the mahabhavani idol is vandalized akbaruddin obasi what he says the 15 minute de do the sare hindu khatam kar dunga molana the congress spokesperson what he was talking about he did really he thought about the yeh tarik raja khan who was inciting muslim mobs to vandalize the your uh, uh, you know uh, hindu temple the imam masood he was uh, uh, doing all kinds of uh, hate speech and being arrested and he was giving congress ticket so do you think about the molana wasim pathan who was inciting the muslim mobs and uh, muslim mobs for vandalizing the hindu hindu temple hindu temples so basically the when there is a bjp somebody says something then all this national headline news and the 
and the channels that the Congress have fired communist channels like NDTB, all, 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 they will showcase all these, but not when there is happening with no, this. I don't region. know. I, this is a weird in, allegation. In so that, I, I, that, I refuse that, to entertain this you allegation. To highlight all these. I am not going yeah? to you. This name calling, you see, my point is, uh, uh, Professor Govardhan Das, I would just want you to respect the platform on which you are right now. I, I, Instead of I, abusing I, I, the platform, I, I, it just, it I, just spreads a very bad I, atmosphere. You know, I'm not I, going I, to get into I, a verbal I, duel with you. No, no, no. I, I won't I let you outshout me. Neither will I no, do that. Let's re- no, maintain some no, sanctity I, of this discussion. Some I, sanctity, I, I, Professor I'm, Das. I'm maintaining sa- sa- sanctity. I, I appeal but, to the JNU professor me, in you. Let's maintain some me, sanctity. T- yeah, of a, course a professor I'm of the prestigious Jawaharlal Nehru University, how, I appeal how, to you. How? Let's maintain some sanctity, sir. Please, of course, thank I, you so I do. Let's move of on. Of course, I do. Let's let's move on now. But Tanvir Ahmed Mir. Tanvir Ahmed Mir, your opening comments, please. Well, thank you, uh, Sanket. I've uh, just heard the fellow panelists uh, on hate speech. And uh, you're very right. You know, the hate, hate speech is something that quintessentially attacks the democratic ethos and ethics. It's against the humanity. It's against attacking innocent people just because they believe in different spirituality. Any person who indulges in hate speech has his own motives. Unfortunately, the motives here are only political. Let's not forget that the targets of hate speech are also human beings. They are also Indian citizens of equal right. They also need to be respected. Just because the political parties want to make mileage and take electoral dividend of demonizing the Muslim community, Therefore, it is upon the majority people in large, that is majority Hindus, majority Muslims, that it's very important to get together and to basically throw off all these monkeys and show them the door. Your opening comments, uh, uh, the time for the opening comment is over. DGP Vikram Singh is also with us and uh, Vikram Singh uh, is part of the uh, many uh, former officers who have written a letter uh, complaining about the manner in which uh, certain comments were made in, uh, made in the form of an oath uh, pledging to disassociate or uh, you know dismember certain people from Hindu gods and goddesses. Now that too is hate. This is also a severe hate wave, DGP Vikram Singh. So when we we'll talk about hate, we are not only going to concentrate on a you know hate by a particular party or. Or, or, or a particular setup. Let's talk about I, all of them. I agree with you, Sanket. And I'd begin with the biblical statement. Let him cast the first stone who has not sinned before. It is difficult to identify a single group or a single political party that is not at fault today. The observations of the Honorable Supreme Court are there for everyone to see. And Mr. Tanvir Ahmadzir, as, as always, has come out that hate speech does no good to anyone to the contrary. It is suicidal to indulge in hate speech. Do not send to know for whom the bells toll because they toll for thee. And as far as law is concerned, to Mr. Kandar, I would say there are enough laws, but there is an acute reluctance to implement. There are 101 FIJs against a particular MLA of Hyderabad, but only one conviction. And I can tell you the laws, 153A, 295A IPC, National Security Act, 151 CRPC, 
एंड आई फॉर वन है स्पोक आउट ऑफ टर्न गॉट हिज मनी इज वर्थ इन नो टाइम एट दैट टाइम ही वॉट an absolute vow of silence and to become a decent gentleman for all times to come that is the way if you are there to enforce the rule of law you can never be helpless okay pkd nambia your opening <clears throat> comments well sanket ji i i i believe that uh, hate of any kind by any group or any section of people or an individual or, uh, is not acceptable today but however there are hypocrisy when we discuss about the uh, the hate or the inflammatory speeches by various people we try to forget one section of the people how they are speaking as uh, my earlier co panelist was talking about a certain situation in all across uh, people don't wanted to have that it is not becoming a part of a national discourse while i condemn as i said that even uh, the uh, pravesh sharma what he uh, uh, spoke that may not be the right way to put it across but it is important for uh, every media or every panelist to ensure that we condemn all kind of a hate i as i was telling you in the afternoon uh, in your sister channel it is also important for us to be the, the define the hate and the inflammatory speeches in two different term what is hate needs to be identified there may be a law which needs to be come up with so that there is solid action can be taken but let us call hate as a hate okay. don't put religion in it if there is a religion sure. then there are religious texts in this world which talks about hate sure I, I, i'll tell you how religion. this is as much as this is of of you know political of senior political functionaries and that too after that great uh, expression of solidarity of uh, the rss chief you've got mps no less uh, giving such uh, uh, such comments but it is not just that you see the problem professor das is that uh, at all levels there seems to be some cancel culture in place where a moral police is going to step in and it is going to question let me add to 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 what happened this week you have the favorite whipping boy uh, for for a particular section mr amir khan in a controversy again this time over an advertisement and the home minister of a state no less had an objection that why, why are you playing around uh, with our I'm culture sorry, I'm one, one more into out of turn professor das fascination only for a hindu festival this is, hindu god professor das uh, let me add a rider very quickly had a progressive ad spoken about a girl refusing to wear a hijab but still wanting to go to school and this being shown as you know society is must change so should we then even that should have been appreciated why that, we... is not made, yeah, that is not made that is not made i think uh, i think you are you, you are professor you are not das. seeing that ad properly i believe professor das please. see sanket so what you are saying is basically any kind of hate speech and hate activities is is condemnable but the thing is when you try to pick up cherry pick up the one one side, you take one side that is the problem Nini, so what, mean, what cherry are, pick yeah see we will talk about so, all hate you you I'm mentioned talk, this whole I, list I, you mentioned this whole, whole long list professor yes. das in now, many of nice. these cases nice. it is your now, government in power take action now, no put them behind now, bars now, okay so you are doing that you know a, a debate a show how many times the uh, sanket upadhyay has done Haan. debate on 
all this uh, listed uh, hate speech been gone and also all this harm been gone and in west bengal today you cannot do durga puja you cannot do immersion of the uh, goddess saraswati huh. what is going on how many times the sanket upadhyay has done uh, shows on, on this topics did you you did not you know, so the, that means you are trying moment. to cheek yes the the point is professor das uh, yeah. what you are engaging in right now seems to be uh, some form of what aboutry the question that i am asking you right now is post the nupur sharma and we are dealing with a specific case in point if you would if you would start bringing up why didn't you speak then why didn't you you know this is an argument that can go on and on and we can keep debating this for 6 hours the point is after nupur sharma episode one thought that a message may have been learned the hot heads and the motor mouths of the of of those people affiliated with the government would have been told a thing or two on keeping quiet but in telangana not saying what they are saying some, one uh, moment one moment sanket one moment one message for professor das but we see an mp a member of parliament saying boycott total boycott not a bjp man yeah telangana asaduddin ovc is not a bjp man neither he is associated with rss this is called as cherry picking take action talk about take action why don't you talk about i am saying one moment a head you are talking about one moment people who are making all those you are dislodging me from the discussion the point is you know i am only saying that the point is for a statement that has been made earlier i am saying that all hate needs to be condemned all hate speech condemned argument finished all hate speech condemned but in in that same order one moment please so i have entertain other guests also uh professor das do you feel that this is the resurgence of that hate all over again i mean all the lessons learned post nupur sharma all gone down the drain because See, it's MPs, not only senior functionaries of the party not some fringe have so now sta- started saying things like total boycott this is for professor das mr sir, nambiar please sir, one by one see yeah. see okay so uh, sanket you are i know what you are you are uh, trying to pick me that's fine the uh, one thing any hate speech in any form is condemnable uh. but the thing is the did you talk about when the waris patan was uh, saying uh, all his uh, comments did you did arrest you talk him, about sir, arrest him arrest him yeah arrest yeah. him take action he will defend himself so, yes so basically did you do this so did, did you do that did, my, 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 no, no, no. a case so, where where so, there is a member of parliament openly openly talking about yeah rohan gupta openly talking about boycotting total boycott of a community i feel this is hate speech rohan gupta see uh, sanket as i was uh, uh, mentioning my opening remarks this is possible only in bjp government that the official spokesperson or the mp they are responsible for the hate speech we are not talking about the common people we i we are talking about the party which is in power we are talking about the office bearers of the party which is in power this is possible only when the ideology of the party which is ruling is supporting this kind of hate speech you tell me who is getting benefited out of it because of the communal Sanket. atmosphere in Sanket. india these are the parties Sanket. which get benefit out of this so they Sanket. will not take Sanket. any action 
they will yeah, not be sir, able sir. to take action and this is, why, this is the reason why more and more leaders bjp leaders they are inclined to do this kind of wait speech so, so that you know they they go into vote okay, bank is politics. this is this you tell is me this, what is the intent is the of resurgence directly linked to elections one by one first deshat nigam and then zainab sikandar deshat nigam yeah, i i need, i need 10 seconds I'll come congress spokesperson well, one more, I'll, come to, I'll come to you. First, yes. let me let me take this discussion forward, please. Yeah, Deshatan Nigam, do you think that this resurgence of hate, this severe hate wave, and the comments have have something to do with elections? They're coming very close no. to elections. No, no, no. I don't think so. Manish Sharma was brutally murdered by four Muslim men. Was it related to election? Hmm. Parvez Sharma later on clarified that he was talking about such criminals and jihadi elements. Well, that uh, it could be a borderline hate speech and and should be investigated. I am not against okay, that. No, because I heard his speech. Deshatan Nigam, I heard his speech. He was talking I, about economically boycotting them. Yes, yes. He said them was those jihadi elements and criminal people who killed Manish Sharma brutally chasing him on the streets. Well, that's that could be a matter of investigation. I am not against investigation hmm. and taking him to task. The fact remains that uh, such kind of, you know, uh, hate speech can only be controlled one is through having uh, as zainab clearly said we don't have a very clear definition of what is hate speech it has to be very clearly defined either the supreme court lays down very clear parameters although they have tried to do so but that still uh, is very nebulous no but don't you It's think that the, the, that the laws at present can can uh, handle that definition because no, BGP, no, 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 i've no, spoken no, to no, bgp vikram singh on number of occasions he says the laws are there the provisions are there It is only for so the implementation. You can identify. Let me, Hate is let, not the word. Let, let, let me let let me let me answer that. Let yeah. me answer that. If there are officers like Vikram Singh, then the law is clearly they define as per you know uh, their strict discipline and 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 what they think about the law. But when there is a doubt, it requires a strict definition. And I don't think anybody can deny the fact that we don't have a very clear definition of a hate speech. And I have taken this stand even before with you on your previous program uh, quite some time back. And you define that and across the board take strict action, lay down parameters. If you say so, yes, then here it becomes a subjective matter for the police also. Sure. That it was said in that context. It was said in that reaction. so that kind of you know nebulousness or the state of flex has to be removed from as 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 a neutral person if i say so now however as i said the fight against such things you know gets diluted if you cherry pick or selectively we are not talking about your channel but across the board when uh, no, i'll tell you why this is not cherry picking because just very recently i i just uh, told everyone about uh, about this letter that dgp vikram singh has written where he feels that what has dgp vikram singh will you call what mr gautam did uh, hate speech openly inciting people against gods yes sankej ji that was an extremely bad taste and the so called so it's not against alleged, one person it is not against so what, what it is against it's against the hindu religion that i have no faith in particular dt1 particular dt2 particular dt3 and it, it, you are most welcome to take any faith of your choice but you have no business to deprecate the faith of other gods and goddesses who are held in the highest esteem and are worshiped by a vast majority of the people of of india and therefore to have a common oath in in public and to denounce that you have no faith in the divinity of those people those entities and those deities who are held in the sure. highest veneration that is worst form of depravity and i would say extremely bad taste for those 
especially those Thank who you. are holding constitutional posts and therefore they need to be thrown out. Okay, Tanvir Ahmed Meer, I want Sanket, to come to you now. Sanket, this point that Deshatan Nigam was I making finish? about, uh, one more, this point that he was making about a definition for hate speech. Do you feel that this is, this is something which has to be sorted out first? Should you want to uh, fix this menace? Not at all. Rather, it is a matter of complete obfuscation. What you're doing is that your ability and inability not to take action in specific cases where the hate speech is being indulged into political parties, political leaders, just because they enjoy the patronage of the ruling party, or in convenience and pure tacit arrangement with others, so that you at least have a punching bag on the other side. What is most despicable, Sanket, is that the ordinary innocent person who gets slam-banged in the middle and, you know, loses his identity and loses the respect in the society. I firmly believe, as DG Vikram Singh said, that what you need is police officers with spine. The police officers need to basically show their thumb to political bosses. They need to be true to the sacrosanct oath that they took that we will abide by the constitution and the rule of the law. There are enough penal provisions. The idea is to book people and then take that charge to a logical conclusion. You arrest 10 people, let the courts deny bail, and you will see the effect in those society. Okay, Zainab Sikandar's point. Yeah, Ron Gupta, I'll come to you. Zainab Sikandar, please. Very respectfully, I'm just giving my rebuttal to Vikram Singh Ji. It's not me who said there are not enough laws in India uh, when it comes to hate speech. It was the Election Commission who told the Supreme Court last month, and I'm quoting them, that there is no law on hate speech in India and that it has therefore been relying on provisions of the Indian Penal Code and the Representation of the People Act 1951. Now, why I'm specifically <laughs> mentioning this, because nowadays anybody can get away in spite of inciting hate and anybody can get arrested even if they've not incited hate. There are two sides to this coin. In this entire debate, there has been a lot of Hindu-Muslim, but I think that is also a way of spreading hate on national television. I think we should abstain from that and be very responsible in our statements. So without mentioning no, any, from what, any person... Sorry, I didn't understand you correctly. From a debating. lot of co-panelists, uh, no, a lot of co-panelists are taking names, taking religious communities' names, talking about scriptures. I think that is very distasteful and that is borderline hate. I think we should be pertaining to that and speak very responsibility, uh, very responsibly on national media about how we should even approach hate speech <laughs> on a public forum. And why I'm particularly saying this, because some people are getting away with hate speech while some are not. I'll give you a small example. Be it the uh, wallas on the road. There are certain colored flags. I'm not even going to take the, take the name of the, of the color. Certain color flags are placed on certain uh, street vendors. Why? To segregate them as belonging to a certain religion. Okay. Then when there are stone pelters, say, for example, and we've seen so many incidents in the past, their houses are bulldozed. Okay. I am not saying it is wrong or right, but I am saying why do some get punished and why do some get away with it? That is what we have to deal with. Sure. I am not going to fall for the trap and speak Hindu versus Muslims as some co-panelists on this panel are speaking. Okay. I think it is very irresponsible P and that P is also a form of hate speech. PKD Nambiar. 
your response? Well, it, well, one thing is very clear that we all in the panel are against the hate speech. And I am very clear that the hate is whether it both our, either Parliament or the Supreme Court. No, let me start by asking you: Do you feel that there has been a sudden surge? We feel there is there no is. sudden surge. So there is a surge. Actually, I will tell you there is. We are now living in the social media era. So anything and everything, whatever whomsoever is speaking anywhere in part of the country, will get boosted. And definitely, there are some elements, irrespective of the religion or the political party, they feel that this will get them an immediate stardom, maybe a visibility, and somehow, knowingly or unknowingly, the people like uh, the media, like you and me, will give them an opportunity to celebrate themselves. Maybe while doing so, we may be actually doing an injustice to an inflammatory. I am not of Mr. an Mr. PKD Nambiar, you've got a. We are. Are we not supposed to debate a, a sitting MP? May I ask Openly you spreading hate. May I ask you something, uh, Sanket? I know Please that you, do, sir. you will. You will not let me speak uh, the complete statement. May I ask you something? In Telangana, I think BJP is not ruling. In Telangana, an MLA and an MP, how many times they have done the hate speeches and how many times they have been arrested? Arrest, arrest, arrest. <clears throat> Simple. Why don't you ask this to the Telangana uh, yes. government? Yes. Of course. The I, I, I did KPR not know. I was not aware that you are going to bring this? that up. Or I would have invited a TRS spokesperson. May, may, I, may I humbly ask you this again? I would have, Mr. Nambiar, I did not know you are going to bring in... You were going to bring in Telangana here. You I would have got a TRS spokesperson. My, my, my dear friend Sanket Ji, I, you can, have I, I can't answer on their behalf. Now, can I, can I, can I complete my statement? You have a special yeah. love for BJP. I understand that. You have a special love for the uh, Delhi MP. I understand that. This I is, want you to love all these MPs see, who are that, that's, who that, are that's the problem, the, Mr. Nambiar. This, who are this personal the, attack. You no, have love. No, no, you are very Professor angry. Das will say something else. This is. I mean, I'm not going to get into this. Today, today with, uh, with you the, are trying to provoke honesty, me. I wanted to tell no. you that anybody Good who luck with that. this show will understand. It's not happening. You, you have been very impartial. You have given enough time to other panelists when it comes to me or some of the people who are uh, talking towards another section. You are being very, very, you are intolerant today. No, that to is us. not true. That is not. DGP Vikram Singh is here talking about an Aam Party minister spreading hate. You will get to know. I, yeah, I am not going to explain myself, Mr. Nambia. Can I make one statement? That's all. Then of Please course you do. can move on. Please My do. only humble submission. But this, this non-stop, you are biased, you are biased is, is frankly silly. Please. And actually that Mr. is Nambiar. very visible. I generally never say this. Today it is very no, visible. No, no. Okay, make your point and move on. Can I? Yes. The, the, my point is very simply this. Hate is not acceptable. Clear. Inflammatory speech and hate, this needs to be defined by a law, which is either by the Supreme Court or by the Parliament. Mm -hmm. I am for it. But in the meantime, I am also very clear with the fact that if there is just uh, making some remarks about a particular community, whether it is political or religious or a caste basis, if that can be treated as a hate, I think we really need, the time has come for all of us to think that what all religious texts are talking about one God and there is anybody whomsoever is believing in any other God is not acceptable in this world to live. I think the time has come for all of us to understand the hate needs to be defined. And I only my humble request is that don't be selective when you are addressing the hate. Whether it is Sartan Sejjuda or whether it is somebody is asking for a boycott, every, both every, are condemnable. Every such incident has been debated. But always balance it out. There's, so no, no, one, one more. One it is having a number right, one, right there cannot be a fake equivalence. And number two, if there will be a matter of hate, 
it will be brought up prominently. Not against one community, one party, one person, but all. What you see on your screen right now, the pictures that you see on your screen right now are an example of what we are setting out to do. Rohan Gupta. <clears throat> so you may, Sanket, you may choose uh, to accuse VA... us of whatever Mr. PKD Namiyad, you and Professor Das, but you are not, you will not be successful in provoking. Rohan Gupta. Yeah. See, Sanket, uh, the way, <laughs> I know, once again, the way we are, uh, <laughs> the way this BJP spokesperson or uh, some other gentleman in uh, speaking in favor of government, the way they are defending it, that itself is not, you know, acceptable. Hate speech is hate speech. Something which generates hate in mind of people in name of religion, caste or whatever, that is hate speech. I don't think so. That that requires definition. I don't think it, it just requires your basic instinct to understand what is hate speech. Here the question is, why the action is not taken? Why there is increasing incidence of hate speech in BJP government? Why why there is an increase? Because they know that they can benefit out of it and they know that no action will be taken. You tell me why the MP or the spokesperson of a national party on national TV, they can, you know, you know, dare to do this. Because they know that no action will there be is taken. A, there is an article in a, uh, uh, on, on a prominent website today that the BJP is very upset with what Mr. Parvesh Verma has said and they have asked for the full tape. I do not know. I do not know whether this is actually going to happen or not. But there is a write-up which we just read that the BJP is apparently upset with what Mr. Pravesh Verma has said. Yes, uh, Professor Das, your closing comments. Yes, Sanket, Sanket, once again for giving me another time. Anyway, so... See, this is any hate speech is condemnable. That's the number one. Number two, the Congress spokesperson again and again, he was emphasizing BJP, BJP, BJP. Can I ask him the question? Can he condemn his Takir Raja Khan? He has been giving all the hate speech and he was giving second time he gave a ticket for, uh, for contesting. Can he condemn uh, Imran Masood for all his uh, hate speech? Then you, uh, he's a uh, Congress person. Can he? Please. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Whoever it is, I am here no. as a responsible can, citizen of the country. Can you, can, I'm, can I'm you name person of party afterwards? On this national TV, on this national TV, on this national TV, on this national TV, can you name and say I condemn? Can you do that? Don't just say that this is wrong. Actually, I have that also. Both are okay. No. All the head speech is being started that. by the Congress people. And you know that Whoever very well. Is. Is, you okay. must take action. Now, yeah. as, as sad as it sounds, I have to take a break now because we've got an exclusive interview on the other side. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. We're stopping for a short break at this moment. When we come back, a very special guest. We have author Amish. His latest book is out called War of Lanka. He speaks about his book, of course. And then religion, sensitivity, and the issue that we are debating today. Hey, be with us. Welcome back. You're watching The Big Fight. And now, uh, in this part of the broadcast, uh, we are joined in by Amish Tripathi. He's a noted author of the Shiva Trilogy as well as the Ramchandra series. Thank you very much, Amish, for joining us. He's on a tour of India uh, because uh, his latest book, War of Lanka, is now out. Uh, Amish, you're also the director of the Nehru Centre in London. 
Thank you very much for speaking to NDTV. My first question, congrats on the book. How's the response been? Uh, thank you, thank you, Sanket. Absolute pleasure uh, connecting with you. Uh, uh, fortunately, the response has been very good. You know, uh, I uh, luckily continue to receive uh, love from my readers. In fact, War of Lanka is uh, selling at an even faster pace uh, than Ravan. Uh, so, uh, the gods have been kind. Lord Shiva has been kind. <laughs> Lord Shiva has been kind. Huh? In fact, you've been quoted as saying in the past that uh, Lord Shiva writes your books. He just makes you write it. You've been a best-selling author. Do you feel nervous before uh, a launch? Uh, you know, interesting question, Sanket. I have to admit, while writing, I don't feel any nervousness at all. Huh. Uh, because while writing, frankly, I'll tell I don't you why really, I asked this question. Uh, yeah. Honestly, don't really care about anyone else. I only focus on writing. I let the process flow. I let the book flow through me. I don't think about anyone else. Uh, not the publisher, not the editors, not uh, uh, critics, media, or frankly, even the readers. But hmm. before the promotion phase, yes, I get very nervous. Uh, you know. Uh, Thoda, you know, thoda responsibility bhi aajata hai, you know, because the publisher invests uh, a large amount of money in my books. The print runs uh, tend to be uh, reasonably high. Uh, so, uh, you know, so I have this pressure on me. I have to make sure that all those books uh, sell out uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, the publisher doesn't lose any money. Uh, fortunately, this one is looking like even in this one, the publisher will make money from this. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Good. Good. All the best. But, you know, now for a more fundamental question. In this age of Netflix, binge-watching, OTT platforms, are people even reading, Amish? Well, luckily for me, they are. But, you know, you have you make a good point there, Sanket. Look, it's like this. Uh, the way I see it, people will always absorb stories, right? The medium to absorb those stories may change. You know, so uh, when we are talking about a book, essentially this uh, book in this structure uh, emerged, uh, you know, around say 600, 700 years ago with the Gutenberg uh, press. Before that, uh, you know, books used to be handwritten, as you know, the, the illustrated, you know, inscribed uh, books that were made. Mm. I'm sure when printed books came up, many of those used to write books earlier would have thought, oh, the art of storytelling itself will die out. No, it just changed to a different medium. Um, what I suspect is happening with Netflix uh, and with uh, various other uh, avenues that have opened up uh, is that storytelling can be conveyed through stories can be conveyed through another medium. Hmm. Uh, and in a sense, I like OTT, what are called OTT platforms, essentially Netflix, Amazon Prime, Sony Live, all the others uh, you know that are there, Hotstar, etc. Uh, essentially. When you have the gift of time, when it's a 10-episode season, you can build characters just like you can in a novel. In a short movie of just two, two and a half hours, it's very difficult to have a deeper storytelling. So a novelist will never like, a, you know, a writing for a film. Rarely. Rarely will a novelist like writing for a film because uh, well, you simply don't have the gift of time. But in a... OTT platform, you have the gift of time, actually, that, that can also be great uh, storytelling. But fortunately, books continue to sell, at least some books. So mm. I am uh, I am lucky in that score. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I continue to receive the love of my readers. Sometimes sure. it's tough love. Uh, you know, tough for love, example, huh? this book was a little delayed. So, you know, you know, I live in London. There were times when I posted tweets 
or you know instagram posts uh, that i'm cycling at hyde park and i would get scolded in the comments you know why am i wasting time go home and write get the book out quickly <laughs> that was tough love <laughs> well i mean you earned this for yourself uh, but uh, you know uh, amish how difficult is it to tell stories that uh, most already know about i mean you're you're writing uh, shiva trilogy the ramchandra series now these are stories that people already know about and everybody has an opinion on it so how difficult is this process good question look sanket it's like this uh, there is both uh, an opportunity and a challenge uh, the opportunity is uh, that uh, most indians practically all indians regardless of religion caste class gender region language spoken practically all indians never tire of hearing stories of our gods and goddesses of the ramayan mahabharat and the puranas uh, and this has been a way for thousands of years uh so people always want to hear these stories and they want to hear them in different ways in different perspectives in uh, different uh, you know parts of it you know all the way from bhasa and kalidasa to modern and in of course in the traditional various versions of the ramayana mahabharat puranas so there is that opportunity indians have a natural interest in this uh, for thousands and thousands of years the challenge is to make sure that you present your interpretation uh in a respectful manner uh, so that uh, it appeals uh, you know indians are very comfortable with a different truth but it must be presented uh, in a respectful manner uh and in a sense you know i you should it, it's it's difficult to see it as a strategy if you are genuinely respectful as an artist about the stories it will come out you know the intentions uh, become very clear but amish you know let's let's dwell on that a little You see, mythological tales are a powder keg for filmmakers, even for writers. You feel tales like Ramayan cannot withstand a, you know, sort of a reimagined narration. Case in point, the Adi Purush controversy on how Ravan was imagined. Okay, you know what I think happens, and I I will not speci- uh, comment on this specific case because frankly I haven't seen the movie, I haven't seen the t- uh, teaser as well, so I don't know the nature of uh, the debates that are happening. But uh, at a broader level, the way I see it, uh, if uh, an artist uh, writes and promotes with respect, uh, controversies don't happen. You know whether they are uh, interpretations of the Ramayana. or interpretations of the mahabharata or interpretations of the puranas we can of course see examples of this in ancient times for example bhasa's pancharatra ratra uh, you know one of the greatest sanskrit playwrights ever bhasa's pancharatra reimagined a very significant part of the mahabharat completely and in fact the war didn't happen in bhasa's uh, interpretation and it's one of the greatest classics It remains alive to this day Goswami Tulsi Das Ji's uh, Ram Charit Manas doesn't have the uh, you know the Uttar Kand, uh, which is of course there in the Valmiki Ramayana. That's a very significant change. Um, in the modern day, look at movies. You know, so if uh, if someone uh, suggested to an Indian filmmaker, I've quoted this example a few times. If someone suggested to an Indian filmmaker to shoot a scene where the main lead actor breaks the base of a shivling mm. and then carries it on his shoulder. and then places it under a waterfall most indian filmmakers would say have gone mad mm. uh, but in the hands of a genuine devotee uh, such as rajamouli ji 
इट बिकम्स वन ऑफ द मोस्ट आइकॉनिक सीन्स ऑफ इंडियन सिनेमा इन बाहुबली आई थिंक इंडियंस हैव अ हार्ट लार्ज इनफ टू एक्सेप्ट डिफरेंट ट्रूथ्स एज लॉन्ग एज द इंटेंशंस आर गुड as long as it is made with respect and another example if i may say so are my books you know my books aren't really secrets uh, they've sold uh, by lord shiva's grace up 6 million uh, copies my publishers tell me that the uh, shiva trilogy is the fastest selling uh, in indian publishing history and the ramchandra series is the second fastest selling book series mm-hmm. you won't find any controversies uh, around me so my submission is that if an artist uh rights and promotes with respect indians can see those intentions and then it's not really a powder keg at all there's no controversy hmm. okay but you know as a writer of uh, the shiva trilogy and given the fact that ravan was a devout shiv bhakt uh how do you imagine ravan and how should ravan be imagined because you know in this through the course of this debate a lot of people said that the you know this is an insult in the sanatan dharm you have uh, Uh, you have villainized ravan uh, way beyond how he needs to be villainized so i want to ask you uh, is he the quintessential villain for you in your in your version of the mythology you know this thing of uh, hero villain is a rather modern uh, western concept and they are very loaded words you know the 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 uh, the translation of uh, hero and villain in sanskrit nayak and khalnayak don't actually mean uh, those things you know khalnayak doesn't exactly translate as villain nayak means that who carries the story forward the character who carries the story forward and khalnayak is the one who distracts from the story moving forward so it's not as loaded right as uh, hero and villain hmm. and if you read the ancient versions of the ramayana look i i've read many versions uh, of the ramayana you know or been uh, told uh, them through my Uh, family valmiki ramayana ramcharitmanas uh, uh, kamba ramayanam uh, uh, kritibashi ramayana adbhut ramayana anand ramayana there are so many now most of the versions of the ramayana don't uh, see ravan as a pure monster but they never show him as a hero either they show him in a nuanced way that uh, of course he had bad points and those bad points are spoken of uh, you know that and we all know them you know no control over his ego no control over his anger no control over his desires mm. uh, but his good points are also spoken of you know the fact that uh, he was a very knowledgeable uh, man uh, he was a master of uh, the vedas uh, he was a brilliant musician he was a fierce warrior mm. those good points are also spoken of and as you said rightly he was a devout uh, worshipper of, of lord shiva mm. he had the blessings of uh, of lord shiva so uh, our ancestors saw things in a far more nuanced uh, uh, way and perhaps we could learn from our ancestors on how to see things yeah but then you know there is also this debate on whether uh, you know who exactly is saying what about uh, indian mythology and uh, uh, would people not take it coming from you know a person from another religion anyway the reason why i'm asking you this question is because at a time there are ban calls for movies and ads over depiction of hindus and hindu customs more recently this ad uh, by amir khan showing a grah pravesh uh, flip or a reversal uh, you think we have become uh, an extremely over sensitive society where we can't stand any any creative liberty being taken by an artist uh 
Sanket, this can be answered at a few levels. That the first thing is we must realize, at least those who live in big cities, that look, Twitter is not uh, India. Uh, you know, if Twitter was actually India, India would be in chaos. But uh, on a per capita violence basis, India is actually among the most peaceful uh, uh, um, uh, nations on earth on a per capita violence basis. I mean, you know, the violent crime rate in New York or uh, Boston is 10 times, 10 times the violent crime rate in, uh, in, in, uh, in Indian uh, big cities, despite... Uh, Western police forces being much larger, their court systems being much better. We all know how our court system is. Tariq par tariq, you know, justice, uh, you know, rarely gets done on time. Our police forces are undermanned. So why is our violent uh, crime rate low? Because I suspect most Indians are actually intuitively far more peaceful. We don't take to violence as uh, as easily as many other countries, including developed countries uh, in the West. The second point. Uh, uh, you know, I find no uh, problems if words are answered with words. You know, if, if I put out a creative piece of work, someone else has the right to like it or dislike it. As long as words are answered with words, there is no problem. There's a problem if words are answered with violence. Mm. Uh, that is is unacceptable. And like I said, that happens often in many other countries. Mm. In India, frankly, it doesn't happen uh, that often. And I think the third thing uh, to speak of is, and this is happening in many democracies across the world, I'm sure you've heard of John Nash's uh, game theory. Uh, and uh, if there is uh, one or two or a few communities uh, which uh, take offense and respond uh, to words with violence, and many other communities don't do that, you know, they respond to words with words, uh, then according to John Nash's game theory, the Nobel Prize winning John Nash, mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a stable equilibrium. It can move in one of two directions. Either everyone starts taking offense and responding to words with violence, or nobody takes offense and responds to words only with words. It will move in one of these two directions. Mm. This is happening in democracies across the world. Mm. Every community, I would hope every community responds to words with words. Yeah. Uh, words should not be responded to with violence. True. And, and uh, in that context, uh, the re- perfect response to an ad should be another ad or a perfect response to a movie should be another movie. Um, and speaking of that, or every response to a book should be a book. And I want to ask this final question to you, Amish. Do you ever fear that you too could be a victim of uh, cancel culture or moral police, as many of the artists are? I've been in this field for 12 years. I've come out with 10 books. Have you heard any controversy around me? Hmm. No, right? Uh, And uh, luckily for me, I get uh, love and support from uh, people of all sides of the ideological spectrum, all sides of the political uh, spectrum, because uh, I think I speak with the pride uh, of uh, of our Indian traditions. uh, And I also speak with a liberal, inclusive uh, spirit. Because I think our traditions are actually very liberal uh, and inclusive. Um, I see no reason for anyone to... to di- I mean, whether you like or dislike my books, that's up to you, right? Uh, but I uh, I see, you know, I, there has never been a reason for someone to get uh, offended because I write with respect. And the proof of the pudding is in the eating. I mean, I, I don't think you, uh, you would have read any uh, controversy around me. Let's hope it remains that way. But thank you so much and congratulations on your new book. Thank you very much, Amish, for joining us. With that, it's a wrap in this edition. News and updates continue on the other side.